What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central. I'm your host, Hayes, and we're going to be talking about the Bulls' first official signing of the offseason this year and signing Andre Drummond, what that means for the team, what he's going to bring to the team, and did the Bulls kind of miss out on players that could have brought better production? We'll get into all that and more on today's Chicago Bulls Central. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. All right, Bulls fans, as you guys know, the Bulls have had me working. We've been waiting around for the Bulls, and honestly, I've been pushing off this video, hoping that maybe we get some updates about some other signings, but the way that it works out, uh, the Bulls have officially signed Andre Drummond to a two-year, $6.6 million deal. Now, what that means is that Andre Drummond is going to come in, bring his PER of 21.04 to the Chicago Bulls to do be the backup center to back up Nikola Vucevic. Now, looking at Andre, I know that a lot of Bulls fans, and me included, were hoping for Isaiah Hartenstein, who was my number one pick, Mo Bamba, um, Chris Boucher, who did sign for a little bit more than what the Bulls could have offered, even Nick Claxton. Um, these players all signed for money that the Bulls could have technically offered by going into that full MLE. What the Bulls did instead, they save a little money, use, use $3 million, a little over $3 million of that MLE to sign Andre Drummond. By all reports, it looks like they're going to also use the rest of that MLE or some portion of it as well to sign uh, Danilo Gallinari. The Bulls still seeming like they're avoiding the luxury tax. That's a conversation for another day. But they are bringing in Andre Drummond, who, while, yes, isn't Mo Bamba, he's not going to provide the shooting, the scoring that Mo Bamba can bring at all, doesn't have the upside of a Nick Claxton or Jalen Smith, um, and doesn't have the all-around advanced analytics of an Isaiah Hartenstein. But one thing that Andre Drummond does bring, keep in mind, coming into this offseason, what the Bulls needed outside of the shooting aspect, which Drummond doesn't bring at all, what the Bulls needed was rebounding, rim protection, and size. Now, we get all of that with Andre Drummond to some degree. Now, Andre Drummond is not the defender that he used to be or and not the rim protector that he used to be, but still a player that can get you about a blocking game. Um, in his time in Brooklyn last season, he did average a double-double in 22 minutes per game. So looking at that, the amount of minutes that he's going to get on the Chicago Bulls are probably going to be, honestly, between 16 and 18 minutes per game, maybe a little bit more if they're going to try to bring Vooch's minutes down. Some Vooch played the highest minutes of his career last season as well. So if they look to take a couple of those minutes off, and he gets the time that Tristan Thompson got, we're looking at about probably about 19 to 20 minutes for Andre Drummond per game. Now, in that time, it looks like he's going to be able to give us close to a double-double, definitely give us about nine rebounds, uh, uh, an assist per game, probably a block per game, and about eight to nine points per game as well is what I'm predicting Andre Drummond to bring. Now, yes, this is not the flashy name. This isn't the upside pick. This isn't a player like Mo Bama that you could have seen maybe turned into the Bulls starting center over time. No, it's not that type of pick. But it is, it is a signing that is going to get the Bulls everything that, that we knew that they needed coming into the offseason from a backup center specifically. Now, I'm not as happy on this. I'm not trying to sell you guys on it because I'm still kind of iffy on it myself if I'm, if I'm being 100% honest with it. I think that Drummond is going to probably eliminate some of the, the, the issues once we see him on the court with this team and the things that he brings. He's somebody who... Being out there, if he does play with Patrick Williamson, is going to get. He's not a player that we want to see playing next to Vooch. I hope we don't see any minutes with Drummond and Vooch out there at the same time. I know some people have already said, listen, we can do some type of twins. No, I'm not, I'm not for that at all. But looking at this, it's a okay signing for the Chicago Bulls where they get a lot of what they need. Like I said, not having the upside of some of the other picks and like the, the big man that I covered in my uh, potential big man for the Chicago Bulls 
um, draft, uh, not draft, signings or anything like that. And, you know, if this is going to be followed up with a Danilo Gallinari signing and then Zach Levine signing and that's the Bulls offseason, I'm not going to lie that this, it, it feels a little disappointing to what we thought that they could do, especially when you look at ownerships kind of strapping AK's hands possibly by trying to avoid that luxury tax. But listen, the Bulls do get a lot of what they need from Andre Drummond. And yes, he's not the versatile defender that he used to be. He's not the versatile defender of like a Rudy Gobert, but he brings a lot of things that this Bulls team does need on top of toughness as well. I've never been a big fan of Andre Drummond. Never, right? I've not been a big fan of his game or anything like that. But taking all that out of consider out of the way, there are some things to like about this Andre Drummond signing for the Chicago Bulls. It just really feels like seeing everything that went down today in free agency on the first day of free agency, it just really feels like a letdown. Thinking a lot of Bulls fans thinking that, hey, the Bulls are going to be extremely active to improve this bench and improve and get this team closer to a championship level. Yes, Drummond is going to be better than Tristan Thompson, better than Tony Bradley being off the bench. Absolutely. But it just feels like the Bulls could have did a little bit more. Let me know what you guys think about everything down below. Do you think the Bulls could have done and should have done better? Do you also think that the reason why they didn't is the ownership saying let's avoid the luxury tax? Keep in mind, Io DeSumo has a contract extension coming up next season, which I think sometimes we forget about considering he's only going to be going into his second year. Things like that, this Bulls franchise may be looking, for, looking ahead to because they can only dodge off the luxury tax for so long, even with Vucevic's contract coming off the books next season so be on the lookout for that we'll continue to see and monitor what this bulls team does continue to do in free agency if news drops i drop period and that's it thank you for tuning in to chicago bull central make sure you follow the show at bull central pod you can also send us any feedback questions comments concerns bull central pod at gmail.com lastly if you want to leave us a text and our voicemail the number to do so is 773-270-2799 again thank you for tuning in this chicago bull central the fastest growing chicago bulls channel on all of youtube right now so thank you for guys for making this channel what it is and building this community. But like I like to end every episode on Go Bulls. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Break Media.